I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the London Lyceum Mini Edition. Uh, reviews and resources, we did this last month, and there were enough people who listened to it for me to think that we should do it again. No one really commented, so uh, I don't know 100% if you liked it or not, so I guess we'll find out and be able to compare. If you guys don't listen to this one, then I know for sure that this isn't something we'll do in the future. If you continue to listen to it, we'll keep doing it. So... The goal, again, is just to talk about some books uh, that we've been reading uh, and kind of give a brief review of it. It's not like extensive or anything. Talk about any journal articles and then maybe mention a couple books that are coming down the pipe uh, that we're interested in, but we might not have had a chance to look at yet. So I guess we can get to it. Um, I, I guess I'll start with a book. Uh, and I'll start with this one just because we've had him on the show before, Matt Emerson. I finally had the chance to finish his book, He Descended to the Dead. And I really liked it overall. I thought it was good. I thought it was helpful. He had, thought he had some really interesting chapters on how the doctrine uh, fundamentally interacts with pastoral matters. Uh, I think his argument's good on why it, the doctrine is legitimate. And he had some really good stuff on how creeds interact, especially for those who are Protestants. So I thought it was really helpful. Uh, only criticism might be there's there's some vagueness uh, regarding some philosophical statements on the nature of the soul and the like. Uh, though I did email him about that, and I mean he he was yeah he just basically said yeah that's fair. I but I mean I'm I'm critiquing footnotes I guess for the most part, so I can't really uh, be too harsh on that. And then he does follow uh, what's his name. Um, Justin Bass quite heavily. So at points so much so that I was like, man, I should just read his book. So that's what I did. I bought it and I, I read that too. So that's that for that one. What you got, Brandon? Yeah. So I've got one, this book's a uh, little older it's from 2014. Um, it's called a change of heart, a personal and theological memoir from uh, Thomas C. Oden. So he's since passed away, but um, this is probably my favorite Christian biography slash, autobiography that I've ever read. Um, so just to give you an idea um, about what the book's about, I think I'll just read the inside of the cover rather than try to explain it. Um, it'll probably do a better job than I would. So it says, how did a celebrated theological liberal of the mid 20th century have such a dramatic change of heart? After growing up in the heart of rural Methodism in Oklahoma, Thomas Oden found March, Nietzsche, and Freud storming into his imagination. He joined po post-World War II pacifist movement and became enamored with every aspect of the liberal 1950s student Christian movement. Ten years before America's entry into v to the Vietnam War, he admired Ho Chi Minh as an agrarian patriot. For Odin, every turn was a left turn. At Yale, he earned his Ph.D. under H. Richard Niebuhr. Later during that academic year in Heidelberg, he met some of the most formidable minds of the era and joined conversations with Gadamer, Boltmann, and Pannenberg, as well as a lengthy discussion with Karl Barth, at a makeshift office in Bart's hospital room. Then it continues, it says, Being in Europe allowed Odin to attend Vatican II as an observer to get his first taste of ancient Christianity. He traveled with his family on a VW microbus through Turkey, Syria, and Israel, but slowly he stopped making left turns. His enthusiasm for pacifism, ecumenism, uh, and the interface between theology and psychotherapy were all ambushed by varied shapes of reality. It was a challenge from a Jewish scholar, his friend and mentor, Will Herberg, that participated precipitated his most dramatic turn back to the great minds of ancient Christianity. Later, a meeting within Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger planted the seeds for what became Odin's highly influ 
highly influential ancient Christian commentary on Scripture. Thomas Oden's fascinating memoir walks us through not just his personal history, but some of the most memorable chapters in the 20th century theology. So basically the way the book works, he just breaks each chapter up into a decade of his life. So he starts in the 1930s in his childhood and then just walks you through. But I mean, it's amazing to to see him go from being super, super liberal theologically um, to basically making a U-turn and becoming uh, fairly conservative. So I definitely recommend it. And that's been out for a little bit, hasn't it? Yeah, 2014. Okay, cool. Uh, I know I wanted to read it myself. I just haven't had the chance. Uh, another book that I read recently that maybe some people would be interested in, A History of Mind and Body in Late Antiquity. Um, so this is an edited collection of essays on the nature of the human person and the mind-body relation. And what it does is the first half is like, I guess, um, all your secular type of people. And then so Plotinus and, and the like. And then you get to the second part, and it's going to do early Christian thought. So you've got people, let's see here, like Origen, Basil, Gregory of Nyssa, Gregory of Nazianzus, Augustine, and the like. I thought it was pretty interesting, uh, helpful to kind of understand how people were thinking of the mind-body relation in that period. Some of the chapters are better than others, as any edited volume goes. Mm -hmm. Did you have another one, Brandon? Nope. Okay, so I've got two more. And these, I guess, kind of fall into new, like, these are like brand new. So I haven't read them yet. Uh, one is The Nature and Promise of Analytic Theology, edited, or I guess written by three, Oliver Crisp, James Arcadi, and Jordan Wessling. Uh, Ar James Arcadi's been on the show before. He's a delight to talk to. Um, and I've read probably the first couple pages, and it I already thought it was fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to reading that. Nice. Those who are interested in analytic theology, it's only like 70 pages. So it's really easy. It's got a, a like work cited of here's some examples of people doing analytic theology. And James Dolezal made, made the cut. All uh, right. Uh, for those who are interested. Uh, the other one came in the mail this afternoon, Jonathan Lehman's One Assembly. So rethinking the multi-site and multi-service church models. I read the first 10 pages or so. It's interesting. He's made similar arguments to what I'm making in an article that I'm hoping will be accepted uh, and published here in the next couple of months. So I need to go in there and like do some citations and things and reword some stuff uh, along those lines. So I'm interested to read that. Um, what's journal wise. I think people were making the rounds a little bit on the new Southern Baptist journal of theology with at Southern seminary. Matthew Barrett has an article in there like titled the will the sun rise on a fourth horizon or something. Oh yeah. It's, I've seen that floating around Twitter. Yeah. It's a, it's pretty popular level, I guess, pastoral level. It's not like academic by any means um, level treatment of kind of theological interpretation and some other things. So that might be of interest to some of our listeners. There is an article in there as well. Uh, it's a preliminary evaluation and critique of prosopological exegesis, which I know a lot of people have been like real into, especially at least in our like little reformed world uh, by Peter Gentry. So I haven't read it yet, but I thought that was really interesting and people might be interested in going and finding a copy of it because it's online for free. So you can go get it and look at it yourself. Don't have to have access to anything. Cool. Cool. Um, 
as far as anything coming out in the future that you're excited about? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think I'm breaking any news here with this first one. I mean, this one's all over Twitter, um, but you already brought up Barrett. His new book just came out this week, uh, Canon, Covenant, and Christology, Rethinking Jesus mm-hmm. and the Scriptures of Israel. So that's in the New Studies in Biblical Theology uh, series. It's edited by uh, D.A. Carson. So I feel like I have super high expectations for this book. Like, I there have been very few books that like I've, I've read and then I've thought like, man, this has really like changed the way that I even just fundamentally think about the Bible. And one of those would be Carter's book, interpreting scripture with a great tradition. And I have a feeling this one's going to do the same thing for me, but I don't want to be let down. So I'm really, really excited, but <laughs> hopefully that won't be for, for nothing. And also I saw um, on Twitter, um, and this was the first time I had seen it was like yesterday or a couple of days ago, but, and I'm not even sure. I apologize. I'm not familiar with the author, but his name is Mitchell Chase. Do you know him? No idea. Yeah, he he has a book coming out in September in the um, Forty Questions series. That's edited by Benjamin Merkel at Southeastern. But this one is uh, Forty Questions about Typology and Allegory. Uh, so this looks like it could be uh, really really interesting. I saw Matt Emerson promoting it, so I don't know if he's read an advanced copy or something or. But um, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. So I think it comes out in September. And you, I think you can pre-order starting next month. Yeah, I think I saw the cover of it and looked at it and then didn't look at anything else on it. Um, I guess for me, I saw that Illuminating Scripture book is floating around. I don't know when that comes out by Ike Miller, maybe. He's over in oh, Durham. I think it's we, May. Yeah, I think it's May. I think he's close to us. So maybe we'll have to have him on the show to talk about it. I saw he was talking with Paul Maxwell about it. So interesting using Augustine and Bart um, and thinking about doctrine of illumination. I mean, Augustine's kind of the guy on that, so it makes sense. But that does sound interesting for me to read, at least myself. And then another book that's on the horizon that may be of interest, probably to most people, is Carl Truman's The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self. Mm -hmm. Very looking forward to reading that. So can't wait to get my hands on that. I read pretty much everything he writes just because it's I learned something, whether I agree with it or not. I think it's fascinating. So looking forward to that one. Um, That's all I got. Anything you got? No, man, that's it. All right, cool. Well, again, for those who listen to this short little mini episode, if you like it, tell us so that we can keep it. If you don't like it, tell us so we can kill it. Uh, We don't want to waste your time, clog up your podcast, um, I guess, list of who you listen to. Uh, but hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully it's useful. If you want us to talk more in depth about a book and maybe do like one review that's more in depth uh, on these types of things, uh, that's, you know, we could do that too. Just let us know what you guys think. Talk to you later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.